Hello and welcome to a new episode of Silly Point. I predicted this three weeks ago that England will win the series uh, 2-1. I predicted each and every game right. So I hope you put money on it. Uh, unfortunately, Gaurav's predictions did not go as planned. Uh, very close, <laughs> actually. If if the rain would have uh, stayed, then, then maybe he could have been 1-1. Yeah. Uh, but as you saw, I predicted not just uh, the series outcome, but each and every test match correctly also. Yes, I'll I'll uh, I'll pass on my one-one predictions for the next test series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 come to that. Uh, we'll come to that in 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 the uh, in the next episode. Um, so just as we've been doing throughout the test series, we're just going to give our player ratings, and because this is the final uh, test match of the series. We'll just give uh, who we think, in our opinion, the player of the series uh, was for, from each team. Sorry, Zaid. Before we go on to the player ratings, I just have one thing to say. Amazing performance by England. Amazing performance by Stuart Broad, especially being only the fourth pacer to enter the 500, uh, 500 wicket club. And that's an incredible achievement. Um, I know he was dropped from the first test match and clearly that seemed to have spurred him on. And one point on the West Indies, they played really well. They could have done better than the overall result. I think what has let them down is their decision-making, especially at the toss. Two games in a row at Manchester, they chose to bowl first. And I think that was completely incorrect decision by Holder on, on both occasions. Then again, in the next test match, again, he elected to bowl with Gabriel in, in the team, You know who had already struggled in the second test. Um, he struggled again in the third test, went off the field as well. So I think just just poor decision making there. It yeah, could have been better. I'm not I saying. Think, yeah, I think it was also a very strange decision to have a spinner in your team, a frontline spinner in Cornwall, and then despite that, batting second. Yeah. Because if you have a spinner, you'd want them to bowl in in the fourth innings. Correct. Uh, yeah, having yeah. that, I mean, it it just seemed. I don't know why. Maybe he just doesn't trust his batsman, which you can see in hindsight probably was the right call. Uh, but I, I guess better to be aggressive. You know, better. Yeah, always better to be aggressive. And going back to the first Test match, I know people complained about Stokes electing to bat first, but I think that was a courageous decision. It was a good, you know, it was a good uh, proactive decision. It's just that the batsmen didn't follow through. Yeah. But I think West Indies would have done better had they. But from, from if you look at from the West Indies point of view, they weren't they weren't that bad even in the second Test or in the third Test. You know, they had England. But 80 for three in the first test, yeah. uh, 90 for three or four. 90 for three, uh, yeah. In this yeah, one. <laughs> in, in the second test as well. So it's not like they were bad. Mm. But this is this is where the point comes in about fatigue and about yeah. playing back-to-back-to-back test matches yeah. for guys like Gabriel and Roach and Holder as well. So I think poor decision-making on West Indies' part in terms of team selections and in terms of decisions at the toss, which eventually led them to losing the Wisdom Trophy. Yeah, no, true. So, well, speaking of West Indies losing, yes. let's uh, let's move on to our to our ratings, um, and let's start with the losing team, uh, the West Indies. Um, not a lot of good performances, if any, actually, especially in this Test match. Yeah. Uh, in batting order, uh, Brathwaite. Uh, well, his significance in the Test match was that he was Broad's 500th Test victim. Yeah, a unique Nothing. unique double for him. He's the only one. He's he's uh, Anderson and Broad's 500 Test victim. Yes, so. yes, I know that's that's a weird coincidence, but I guess that's what he'll be remembered for. 
yeah. in the you know based on this test series he he hasn't had overall he hasn't had a good test series this test match as yeah. well especially in the second innings he did all the hard work played 44 balls got in but then you know i think yeah. he got a bit of a uh, um uh, a, a tough ball um i think it you know the ball kept quite low yeah. but hey oh, uh, 500 500 test wicket for stuart broad <laughs> i think yeah. you know he deserves a, a four for this for this yeah test yeah just uh, nothing in the first innings a, a start in the second so four is yeah. fine yeah. probably generous but but <laughs> uh campbell generous. Generous because he he allowed himself to be Anderson and Broad's five hundred. Yeah, <laughs> we'll give him one uh, point for that. <laughs> uh, Campbell, another poor showing. I mean, he was he, he got off to a start in the second innings. Uh, couldn't carry on in the first. He, yeah, sorry, in the first innings. In, in the first innings, played um, quite aggressively actually in the first. Yeah, game. yeah, but uh, again, three, four. Three, I mean, yeah. three. Yeah, slightly worse than. than I mean. Bradford. Three, three seems yeah. reasonable. Uh, then at three, so Sheho batted at three in this test match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, not quite a zero that we gave him the previous, but nothing too spectacular. Two starts. Yeah. Uh, I think his shot uh, in the second innings was extremely poor. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the situation. So I mean, five at best, but probably a four given his. I'm going to say a four. I think that his time as a test match batsman for West Indies is up for the time being. He might be asked to go back to their domestic cricket, score some runs, gain some form and then come back. Yeah, I think he he kind of benefited from the fact that you know the likes of Darren Bravo yeah uh, and Hetmeyer were missing from from the series. Once True. they come back, yeah. I think his spot is probably under question. Brooks will come to him as well, but I think he did slightly better especially in the previous test match. Yeah. So he might save his place in the middle order, but but Hope's position definitely yeah. under question. Certainly. Uh, so so move on to Brooks. This test match was you know pretty bad for him. Didn't do anything. So yeah, I mean three probably for me. Three, yeah, three. Yeah. Uh, Chase uh, promised a lot. <laughs> well, more with the ball, uh, yes. not a lot with the bat. I mean, getting run out when you're trying to save a test match. I agree. Uh, that, was, <laughs> that was suicidal in in the second innings. I mean, again, yeah. I, I don't understand West Indies' thought process in the in in the fourth innings. All they had to do was bat out this day, albeit that was that would be a difficult thing to do against the yeah. Anderson and Broad. But all they had to do was that, and they kept they kept playing aggressive shots. Hope caught out in that way. Yeah, you know, uh, Chase caught run out. So I, you know, I don't know what their thinking was. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he got a couple of wickets uh, in in the first innings, the second innings. I mean, everyone got hammered. Yeah. Uh, so maybe a five. Yeah, just for his bowling. Yeah. Five just just for yeah. his bowling and also for his run out of root in the first innings. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty good. Good that fielding. That was a pretty good pretty good piece of fielding. So let's go with five. Five. Yes. Uh, then Blackwood. Uh, Typical <laughs> counter attack at the end when it was all lost. A couple of good shots, but then nothing, nothing to write home about. Um, I'm going with the five. Yeah. Five. I mean four. I think four. four he didn't yeah, do anything. Four. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't do four. Yeah. Four. Uh, Holder. Uh, again, disappointment. Mm-hmm. I mean, he showed some, uh, you know, s- stability with the bat in the first innings when when they lost wickets. 
Yeah. Uh, he had a decent partnership at the end with uh, Darich, but yeah. uh, nothing with, with, you know, exceptional with the ball either. Um, and, and five, again, an average. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say four or even three. I mean, in terms of his bowling, again, economy was great. He batted well in yeah. the first innings, but I would cut a point or two for his captaincy. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, so I, think, I think we can go with a four, four holder. Okay, yeah, four for holder. Maybe five as a player, but minus one as captain. Minus so. one for captaincy. <laughs> four, four captaincy. So four decisions. Yeah. Uh, Darich, unlucky, got injured in the second inning, so he didn't yeah. keep for most of it. Um, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you know, he once you know, decent partnership with the bat. Uh, nothing exceptional, in, you know. Yeah. With, with his keeping, uh, had a couple of buys in the first innings also. Yeah. So, five, I think, just five. generous yeah. five average. Five, yeah. Um, I was surprised no one's hit more than a five in the top seven, it's, eight, it's actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rakeem Cornwall coming back. The mm-hmm. highlight of the match was that one catch he took. <laughs> yeah. I think that was um, it. So, he also dropped one. He also dropped one, but but yeah, it didn't really matter. Of yeah. I think it was it of Holly Pope, but then Pope got out uh, okay. in the next over. Yeah. Um, My opinion of him is that he's still quite a handy off spinner. Yeah. When he gets it right, I think he bowled quite short in the first innings. Uh, yeah. He's, he's able to bowl marathon innings, in despite of his you know of his uh, physical fitness, which I think is great. Um, I feel like he would have benefited from some more time in the middle. Yeah, he seemed to be quite rusty when he came out. So I think that's that's the only thing, you know, that's the only caveat for for Cornwall for his for his poor performance. Yeah, I think I'd, well, I'd actually yeah, I'd give him a three because okay, he's he's not supposed to be a batsman, but you know, he's he, what he opens in the T Twenty format, so he has some batting you know prowess, yeah, yeah. and he got out playing exactly the same shot across the line. Yeah. Uh, to to a ball coming in, you know, yeah. in, in both innings. So, yeah. you know, that in my books is a big negative. Uh, sure. So I give him a three. Nothing with the ball, yeah. and and that three only is just because of his one catch, catch. Yeah. which also yeah. got negated because he dropped one. But <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't cost the team that much. Yeah. Um, so uh, then Gabriel, uh, mm. I mean. Enigma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he went off injured. He he came back really well. I think uh, was it day two um, yeah. when they took those early wickets. Yeah. Still, he was unlucky. I mean, he got a we got a wicket of a no ball, then a drop catch. Yeah. Uh, but then he still came back and, and got a few few wickets. So yeah. for that, I mean, his fitness issues. Can you really blame him? Given that he was selected, we, yeah. we knew before that that he was struggling. Sure. Uh, so I'd give him. Just because we've been so harsh on everyone else, yeah. <laughs> just to give the West Indies some leeway, I think I'll give him yeah. a six. Six, fine. I'm good with the six. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Kima Roach, uh, probably you know the best bowler in in the first innings. Yeah. Uh, four wickets. Yeah. Um, so I give him a seven. Yeah, I think let's give him a seven because he's been, I think, for West Indies, he's been the most consistent bowler. Yeah. Even though he hasn't got. The wickets to show for it in terms of the overall series tally, but in this test match, he actually got some luck going his way. He managed to get those wickets. He managed to become the first West Indies bowler after the Kirtley Ambrose and yeah to take two hundred to get two hundred test wickets. So um, congratulations to him on that big achievement. And I would say that he's still going to be leading the West Indies attack for a few years to come. Well, definitely their best 
player in this match, but probably one of their best in, in the series as well. And we'll come to the series ratings, um, series performance at the end. Yeah. Um, so moving on to England, uh, yeah. happy days. Mm-hmm. Uh, for once, uh, Rory Burns had a good test match after yeah. two very yeah. average performances. I think uh, a good 50 in the first innings. Yeah. Didn't carry on, but uh, still, still, you know, got, got, got England off to a start. Yeah. Held one end together when because of falling. And a good 90 uh, in the second innings. And I think I'll, I'll give him an 8. And I'll give him one bonus. Well, I'll give him a, we'll give him a 7, but, but an 8 because of his um, selflessness in the second in the innings. Thing. Yeah, in the second innings. I, the, thing that, the thing that pleasantly surprised me was that even when England needed quick runs, yeah. England were able to send out Burns and Sibley. And they actually yeah. played quite well. So I agree. Yeah, especially especially in a couple of in that partnership with Root in the second yeah. I think he played a couple of reverse sweeps and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and and obviously you know he was a ninety and he still tried to you know hit yeah. you know, for the team, for the team. Uh, trying to get quick runs. He got out, uh, yeah. missed his hundred, but uh, for that I, I'd give him an eight. Yeah, I'm uh, happy with an eight. Tom Sibley, <laughs> a duck and a fifty, <laughs> similar to his uh, first test performance. Yeah. Um, but a, but a useful fifty. I mean yeah. that, that that's the key, right? I mean he. True. I think it was England's first hundred partnership in six seven years. Yeah, uh, opening partnership. Uh, opening in six, partnership. Seven years. Yes, yes. Um, I believe so, the last one might have been in twenty fifteen or twenty seventeen. So no, actually, maybe maybe more recent. Uh, it, yeah, it's been, a while. It's, it's been a while. It's, 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 been it's, a while. it's the first one post Alistair Cook. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so for I mean, but but fifteen second innings. So I'd give him uh, a six for that. I think a six is fine. Maybe even a seven. I'm happy with the seven because I'm just looking at the amount of balls he played in the second innings. He played 132 balls, which basically allowed Root to come in and play the way that he did. Yeah. Had Sibley, you know, had Sibley got out, you know, playing 20, 30 balls. But he got a first over duck in the first inning, so we need to account for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, six is six is fine. Six. Uh, Joe Root, uh, great second innings. I think you know the, the yeah, tempo with, with which he played. Um, you know, great for you know. For, for what the situation was. Yeah. Uh, silly run out in the first innings. Yeah. Um, and, and for that, I guess we need to cut some points, but I'd give him a seven. I think a seven, yeah, I think a seven is reasonable. I would have also gone with a six from a batting performance, but I think from a captaincy performance, you can give him an extra point. He went with a more aggressive option in this test match, picked five bowlers. I always, I always like having five bowlers in, in a test match team. If you yeah. have two or three batsmen who can bat, which they did clearly, Wokes, I know he struggled decently with the bat, but he still yeah. has the ability. And um, maybe we can start classing Stuart Broad as a bowling all-rounder now after, his, <laughs> after his innings. Yeah, you can <laughs> class him back, reclass him again. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I think for his captaincy, um, you know, I'd like to give him points. So seven is his goal. Seven good. is fine. Yeah. Ben Stokes, surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> a poor test match. But we knew he wasn't going to bowl, so it was just as a batsman. Yeah, he didn't get a batsman. chance to bat. Um, yeah. And I think he dropped a catch as well in, in the first innings. Um, so, and uh, yeah, I got a start with the bat. Yeah. So, by his standards, uh, his very high standards, I'd give him a four. Four, yeah, four is fine. I guess the reason that Root was encouraged to pick a five man attack is because Stokes couldn't yeah. bowl. Uh, but I think that works. Uh, that helped, right? And Chris also after his 
performance as a batsman in yeah, the second exactly. day. He had more confidence to have him at four. So, I mean, yeah, maybe you can, you can argue some leeway given that he was batting in a new position, but... Yeah. Four's fine, four's fine. Yeah. Actually, sorry, I just thought of another thing for Root. Very courageous decision to bat up the order. He, he struggles when he yeah. bats at three. So, again, for the team... For the benefit of the team, he was okay to push himself yeah. up to number three. So, eight, if you want, if you're okay with No, it. no, let's, 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 let's give seven. it seven. I think we're getting run out <laughs> on day one. It was an issue, yeah, of course. Um, especially when you're a captain. Um, anyway, so it's a seven for Root, four for Stokes. Uh, Oli Pope promised a lot in the series. Finally, it, it came, yeah, <laughs> came good. Um, but... Unlucky to miss out on 100. Yeah. Uh, a very crucial 91, especially when England were 120 for four. Yeah. Uh, a good partnership with Butler. And, and for that, I'd give him an eight. Yeah. Eight, eight sounds fine. Eight sounds yeah. fine. Given, given that he, he, he paced his innings very well. Yeah. You know, he, he had not scored many runs and played yeah. quite a lot of balls. And then he was able to accelerate. So for that, yeah. give him an eight. Yeah, and and we'll come to this. I'm uh, moving on to to Butler. Yeah. Uh, similar, I think, a uh, crucial innings, very unButler like 50 in the first innings. Striking uh, yeah. to less than 50. Yeah, yes. which I mean That's is unheard of for Butler. <laughs> exactly right, and and that that was needed, and that was required, yeah, that and he did that, needed. and he stuck in there. Hmm. Um, and I'd give him, I'd give him uh, an a seven, I guess. Seven. Um, and and on both Pope and Butler, and why I'm not giving them nines and eights. Well, yeah. Pope getting able on nine uh, because of the timing of their dismissals and what yes. we saw happened after that because they were what 250 for four and then 280 for eight. Yeah, uh, and that can happen, right? If you, if you lose early wickets in quick succession on, on a new day, if yeah. that broad innings hadn't happened, which I don't think many of us expected, England could have been folded for under 300, right? Under 300 for sure, and that would have changed the whole complexion of the game. Yeah. Um, so just for that, I would cut one point each for them. So eight and seven for Pope yeah. and Butler. Sounds good. Yeah. Vokes. Vokes five for in the second innings. Uh, I think the Vokes, the batsman, has kind of disappeared. He's had a poor run with the bat, but that's not his prime job. Uh, you're decent with the second innings. Yeah. Um, I think moving forward, he was the one whose whose place was probably in question if England go with uh, four bowlers. Yeah. But he's more than, you know, stood up to, to the challenge and I yeah. give him an 8 because he's taken a 5-4. I think eight, 8 sounds reasonable. Um, one thing on Vokes is that he's an amazing bowler at home. Yeah. He's taken his wickets at a much better average than Broad and Anderson at home. I think he averages something like 22 at home. Um, yeah. So, so he, he seems to be, you know, I would, I would have him in my team in England all the time. Over, yeah. even sometimes over Archer. Uh, that would be that. I mean, that would be my, you know, that would be the way I'd go. You could you could pick a team horses horses for courses. Yeah. When they're in Australia, don't pick Wokes. You could pick Archer and Wood, but when you're in England, pick pick Wokes and Sam Curran. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good debate. I think that and then and heading to the Pakistan series, that that might be a debate that selectors might need to have. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure they can go with uh, five bowlers and 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 one batsman light yeah. Yeah. against Pakistan, but but let's see. Um, so yeah, in eight for Wokes. Yeah. Uh, Archer, a disappointing test match. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, I think I don't know whether it was just you know what happened in the previous match playing on his mind or, or something. He just wasn't. Yeah. 
uh, up to it. He, he, he took one good wicket. Uh, I can't remember who it was. It was a good short delivery yeah. uh, to, to break a partnership. I think it was Hope or or Campbell. It um, was Campbell. Yeah, Campbell uh, in the first innings. But but that was really it. Uh, nothing in the second in the second innings either. Yeah. Um, so I'd give him a four. Four. Yeah. For his standards, I think. Yeah. 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 I mean, when you have four pace bowlers, you know, there's, there's one bound to not perform. So, <laughs> you know, the fact that England still got Presley's out for under 200 in both innings, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. despite Archer getting a four, it shows how, how lethal the rest of them were. Yep. Uh, Stuart Broad? I, I would say I would give him 10. And, yeah. Uh, if we're allowed to, give him one bonus point for becoming the only the uh, fourth. Yeah, only the yeah. fourth pacer to, to get more than 500 wickets. So, 11. And put probably the last. <laughs> I never know. Never say never. Well, but it seems unlikely that yeah. you know, it seems unlikely that with players now playing multiple formats, yeah, you know, you you you'll ever have, uh, you know, people that last this long. He's played 140 Test matches, unheard of. But yeah, congratulations. So yeah, ten plus one. I mean, especially you know, ten wickets, uh, a quick fifty. Yeah. At the end, so everything went went right for him. Uh, yeah. As spectacular as as Ben Stokes in the second Test match. Maybe yeah. Better, maybe even better because he's only played two Test matches yeah. out of three, and he was really pissed off after the first one. So clearly, he <laughs> used his he used his anger in in a good yeah. constructive way, and that's what yeah, no doubt everyone out there watching to do. Great, yeah, great ink. So <laughs> so let's give him uh, <laughs> so let's give him a ten plus one, yeah. eleven. Yeah. Uh, Anderson consistent, uh, nothing extraordinary. Yeah, he 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 did well. The one thing I'll point out with Anderson is his economy in the first innings was one point seven five. Yeah, which was incredible. He kept things really tight, which obviously helped Broad, um, you know, to to get those six wickets in the first innings. And again, yeah. in the second innings, you know, two point two five again helped the other bowlers to to share the wickets. So uh, you know, for that economy, he didn't get. He, he got two wickets yeah. in, in the whole match. But yeah, we that, got two top order wickets in, in the first yeah, innings, so that's good. Yeah, so, so, um, so yeah, I mean, seven. seven yeah, seven's fine. I think he did his job. Um, job so yeah, um, that's. Uh, we're missing one player. I think we're missing. Oh, Dom Best. He, did, he didn't bowl. He didn't all. do anything. He didn't bowl. He didn't. He, he actually batted in the first innings. Yeah, and he played fifty-five <laughs> balls, which is pretty good. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, and he, he, I think he was the one who got the run out of chase. Um, yes. Yes, he did. So for that, uh, look, I can't really say much about his bowling. I'd, I'd give him what a six or a seven. Six is fine. I yeah. can't do much. He didn't get can't a do much. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to Broad. <laughs> and yeah. works in the second innings. Not required. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's our rating. Let us yeah. know what you think about that. Uh, were we fair? Were we too harsh? What would your rating have been? Let us know in the comments. Um, so, just looking back at, at the series, Gaurav, who do you think were, from each team, your one player of the series? Yeah. And compared to what we had predicted uh, mm-hmm. in, our, in our preview. <laughs> so, I guess the players I had predicted in our in our overall series preview uh, was from England, I had said Jofra Archer. And from West Indies, I had said Shai Hope, who both had miserable series by their standards. 
So yeah, I was clearly rubbish at that. Rubbish yeah, Archer, at Archer had a good first test match. He had one good, good spell. Yeah, yeah, good, decent, decent first test yeah. match. I would say. Obviously, he got dropped in the second test match for uh, you know for his uh, breaching biosecurity yeah. protocol. But looking back in hindsight, for me from West Indies, I think Austin Chase had yeah. the most amount of impact. I mean, overall. As I had predicted. Yeah, as you had predicted, obviously. <laughs> if you look back at the first test match, you know, you would say maybe Holder Gabriel had more of an impact, yeah. but he was the most most consistent player when yeah. it comes to batting and bowling. So I would say Austin Chase, player of the series from West Indies. From England, it's a tough one between Stokes and Broad, but yeah. I will go with Stokes just because of the turnaround he had from the first test match. And how harshly we rated him at the end of the <laughs> match. Clearly, something spurred him on the second one. He, he, you know, he just had. I think this this could have been the test match of his career. Yeah. You know, the highlight of his of his career in terms of an overall test match. Obviously, that that 135 at Headingley against Australia was yeah. a once in a lifetime innings. But overall, as a test match, to show so many facets, he you yeah. know batted slow in the first innings. You know, he he scored. Lots of runs at a good clip in the second innings. Opened the batting as well. Bowled incredibly well. So I think yeah. I'd, I'd say Stokes would be my player of the series from England. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I'd predicted Burns and Chase. Burns was pretty much a failure till the last test match, but came back um, just in time for the Pakistan series, yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, and Chase, uh, I think he had, he had a good series. I think for, for the West Indies, I think it's just Chase uh, for the reasons you already mentioned. Yeah, I'd go with Broad uh, for England. Just because of the impact he's had, I mean, you could see how how their bowling has changed. Yeah. Um, didn't get a lot of wickets in the first Test match, but it were crucial wickets, you know, in the top order. Yeah. Um, and then obviously you saw his, his performance in the second uh, in the third Test match, um, phenomenal. Um, so I think rightly, even though he missed out yeah. of the first Test, I think rightly so he was uh, officially named man of the series. Phil Simmons obviously, you know, said that Broad was player of series. Yeah, uh, from an England perspective, and I, I kind of agree. I mean, in the second Test match as well, obviously yeah. Stokes did amazingly well. But if Broad hadn't taken those three wickets in that evening spell, yeah, I think it was on day three or day four. You know, England wouldn't have had the chance to come back, bowl West Indies out again. So yeah, you know, that, I think that's that's a fair shout to to say Broad, you know, Broad was player of the series. I think both equally deserve to be player of the series for England, Stokes and Broad. So that's our review of the match and the series. Uh, what do you think about our ratings? Do you think we were too harsh or too generous? Uh, what do you think about our man of the series and our predictions? I hope you put money on my predictions, which I said West Indies will win the first one and England will come back to win both the second and the third to win 2-1. But if you, did, if you didn't, wait for this weekend. We're going to make our predictions for the England-Pakistan series. Yeah. And this time, you better put money on it. Yeah, not on me, man. Not on me. <laughs> Player of, player of the series as well. You got it more accurate than I did. So, you know, focus on what Zayed is telling you. He's your money man. I am indeed. And also, on, on that note, remember that we did our 2027 team. So, if you want to think long-term, long-term investments, maybe, maybe that's your... The, 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 the team of the tournament after the ICC World Cup in 2027. The ODI team. So check, just check. Uh, just a disclaimer, please. We're not uh, betting experts here, but yeah, uh, we're yeah. just cricket experts. So. Exactly. <laughs> well, not cricket experts, armchair cricket experts. Name me who else got these predictions wrong. Uh, correct, hundred percent. Yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> uh, if if you keep keep that going, then we can become betting experts as well. <laughs>
and and full fledged <laughs> <laughs> okay cool thanks for watching everyone thank you